We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good news, bad news Monday in Boston, I suppose. The good news is that David Ortiz is apparently going to be okay. And we'll talk about that in short order. The bad news was on the field Monday. The Red Sox are now under 500 at home. They coughed up a ninth-inning lead to cost Chris Sale a win. They trundled on to extra innings and folded like a lawn chair against a team that everyone thought would lose 90 games this year. Instead, that team, Texas, now two games ahead of the Red Sox in the race for the second wild card. What planet are we on? 4-3 loss in the opener of a four-game series. Lots to tell you about. Coming up now. It's your Sox podcast. It's your Daily Sox podcast. From 54 games over 500 last year to, uh, well, right now, one game over 500 this year. And the game Monday night felt like that shoots and ladders game that you may have played as a kid. You land on the dreaded 89. Ah, crap. You're all the way back down to 27. I hated landing on 89. But the, the game recap will wait. Before the game, it was, of course, all about David Ortiz. And Red Sox fans were asked for a moment of reflection, thoughts, and prayers for Big Poppy before the anthem. Really well done, as you'd expect, by the Red Sox. And if you haven't heard somehow, yes, David Ortiz shot by some moron in the Dominican Republic. And you guys don't need me, a non-New Englander, to tell you what Big Poppy means to Boston or what he means to the Dominican. But uh, before the game, Sam Kennedy and Dave Dombrowski and Eddie Romero from the Sox front office spoke about what David means to them. Thanks, guys. I'm going to kick it off with a statement, and then we'll uh, open up for any questions that you have. Uh, The events of last night shook our Red Sox family to its core. David Ortiz is one of the most celebrated and beloved members of the Red Sox family. On behalf of our entire organization, our thoughts and our prayers are with David. They're also with his father, Leo, his wife, Tiffany, his kids, D'Angelo, Jessica, and Alexandra, as well as his extended family and friends throughout the world. We'd like to thank the first responders at the scene and all of the medical professionals at Clinica Abel Gonzalez, including the surgeon who operated on David last night, Dr. Abel Gonzalez III. I'd also like to thank Red Sox ownership specifically John and Linda Henry and Tom Werner, who worked with all of us throughout the night and early this morning to ensure that we're doing everything possible to support David and his family during this difficult time. I also want to thank the men and the women of the Red Sox front office who worked tirelessly throughout last night and throughout this morning specifically Eddie Romero and Raquel Ferreira on the ground here in Boston, 
and Javier and Martin Rodriguez are Red Sox employees on the ground in the Dominican Republic. I also want to thank members of the Red Sox medical team, led by Dr. Larry Ronan, who have provided support and guidance to all of us over the past 18 hours. Finally, I want to thank our fans, our players, Red Sox alumni, and the entire Red Sox community for the outpouring of support they've shown for David and David's family. Please know that we are doing everything we can to support David and his family during this very difficult period. Our medical team here in Boston and the doctors in the Dominican Republic have confirmed that David's condition is still serious, but that he is stable enough to be transported back here to Boston for continued care. In coordination with our medical team, the club has arranged for a medical air ambulance to transport David to Boston from Santo Domingo. Our hope is that David will arrive here in Boston sometime later tonight. Out of respect for David's privacy, I don't have any additional details about his medical condition. Right now, the club's exclusive focus is on David's health and well-being, and we're doing everything we can to get David back to Boston as soon as possible. With that, we'll open it up to questions. Thanks. Thank you, Sam. Uh, again, if you have questions, raise your hand, wait for the microphone, and start Pete on the right. Uh, Sam, do you have details in terms of when the air ambulance might be able to leave the Dominican? We don't, uh, Pete, other than we hope uh, sometime later today uh, or tonight, but we don't have specifics on that at this time. And when he does arrive, would he be going to Mass General? Or Yes. Hey, Johnny, back right. Yeah, Dan, what kind of player and person was, uh, is David Ortiz, and what does he mean to the Red Sox? Well, David Ortiz uh, is probably the most beloved uh, and one of the most important players in our history, leading us to multiple World Series championships, an active member in the community. Uh, be hard-pressed to think of anyone more beloved uh, than David, and you can imagine uh, how this has impacted the Red Sox organization. I know how it's impacted many of you uh, who are here who love David. Uh, and it's a very difficult day for the organization. How jarring was the news because it went from, you know, like an attempted, attempted burglary, and then all of a sudden when you see the video, you're like, this looks a little bit different than an attempted burglary. This looks like more of a attempted something else. How jarring was the news? And then when you saw everything at first? Well, as I said, it, it shocked us uh, to the core. I can uh, speak on behalf of, of John and Tom and my partners, Dave and, and Eddie uh, and, and everyone in the front office. Uh, it was jarring. Um, it was, uh, frankly, stunning um, and terrifying. Uh, it was a horrific incident. Um, and uh, our focus right now, our exclusive focus, is on his health uh, and well-being and, and doing what we can to support the family and to get David uh, back here to Boston. Speaking of that, are the Red Sox also sending a doctor down and anything else you're doing with the organization just to help the family? 
Um, I can tell you that we're doing everything we can to support the family, but uh, I'm not going to go into details on um, uh, anything related to the medical care beyond what, uh, what I've already said. Two quick questions. Quickly, can you describe uh, anything about the medical staff that might be accompanying him back to uh, Boston? Um, and then the second question, uh, obviously David means so much to Red Sox Nation, everyone here. Did he have a message for uh, Bostonians, Red Sox Nation, uh, anyone who's, who's thinking about him and sending their, their thoughts? Does he have a message for them? Well, um, uh, I can tell you that there are medical professionals uh, that are involved with the transport. That's all we'll say on that. And uh, knowing David, I think all of us can imagine what, uh, what he would uh, be saying uh, to Red Sox fans and his supporters. Um, and uh, I, I won't speak for David Ortiz, but I know um, he's fighting, and, and uh, we hope and pray that uh, this will all be uh, behind us. Ortiz in Boston now will be monitoring this, of course, going forward. But to the game, it was sale against minor. Two lefty aces and a game that was motoring along at a two-hour pace for a while. Benintendi, two-run home run, bottom of the first. His first off a lefty all year, but the Sox could just never add on. The Rangers answered with an unearned run in the fifth, the only run allowed by sale in seven innings of work. And sale, since he's joined the Red Sox back in 17 now 37 games with 10 or more strikeouts as tied with Scherzer for most of the majors in that time. This year, it's eight starts of 10 strikeouts or more. You've got Cole with seven, Scherzer with four, and that's the list of four plus. So you got Sale with eight. And 10 starts now going back to April 23rd. He's pitched unbelievably, a .8 whip. He's had 106 strikeouts in 66 innings. He's walked only 15. ERA is 2.17. But he's only two and three, which I think just kind of tells the tale. Brandon Workman came on in the eighth. He was great. His opponent's batting average for the year is 086, the lowest mark in Major League history. Minimum 100 batters faced is 111. So we'll be tracking that. But Matt Barnes, though, uh, not a good ninth at all. He gave up two. He's now allowed at least a run in five of his last nine games, eight runs total. Three consecutive hits with one out in the ninth. And a guy named Nomar of all things. Uh, Nomar Mazzara, the slash in a left over a drawn-in Xander Bogarts. That's what chased home two runs to make it 3-2 Texas. Mazzara, a native Dominican, big poppy among his childhood heroes. So I guess if anyone was to have done that for Texas, Mazzara was a good choice. I mean, Hunter Pence didn't grow up loving David Ortiz. He grew up loving Rusty Greer. Uh, to the bottom of the ninth, Sean Kelly, the Texas closer, 7 of 10 in save opportunities, so he's gettable. And they got him. Martinez, Bogart, Stevers coming up. And it's like, come on, let's go already, guys. Second pitch from Kelly, J.D., a bullet off the monster, but he didn't get enough launch. It was off the monster, not over it. He's held to a single. Chavis pinch runs, three pitches into the Bogarts at bat, base hit to right. So you got two on, nobody out. And Devers, the ultimate David Ortiz guy, a young man taken under Big Poppy's wing in spring training's past. Deep drive to right, looks like it could win it. It hooks foul. Next pitch, he hits a little roller to second. Socks are doubled up. It's two down, runner at third. It's all up to Brock Holt, pinch hitting. And remember, Sox pinch hitters have been great this year. 14 out of 30, best in the majors. Holt, a career 299 hitter himself on coming off the bench. So you got it. Looping liner to left center, 3-3. Great button push, Alex. Way to go. That game-tying hit, the first pinch hit to tie a game or give the Sox a lead when one out from defeat in 10 years. 
believe it or not. So on to the next button push. Marco Hernandez, native Dominican. Pinch hitting for Nunez. Looper to right. It drops. Another hit. Holt coming around. Can he score the winner? Uh, no, he's out by 40 feet. Running through a stop sign, never a great idea. Heath Hembry pitches a 10th. He does so beautifully with a couple of strikeouts. And if you haven't noticed this, Hembry now, 2.6 ERA for the year. One run allowed in his last 15 innings. He's got 32 strikeouts and 27 innings for the year. Really good stuff. He's kind of wormed his way into the circle of trust as Barnes has fallen out of it. To the bottom of the 10th, a couple of things happen. Number one, the rain starts to fall. Number two, the plane with David Ortiz in it lands. And you're thinking, okay, this is uh, kind of dramatic, if not romantic here, with all that going on. So with one out, Sandy Leone singles. Up comes Mookie, four-pitch walk. Vasquez pinch runs for Leone. Ben Intendi to the plate, career 442 hitter against Texas. Takes the call at third strike. So, all right, it's got to be Chavis against Jesse Chavez. Seems like interchangeable last names there. Chavis, Chavez, like Oprah Uma. But uh, Chavis, who's been struggling so badly, four-pitch walk. Okay, Xander Bogarts, what do you say, kid? All-star shortstop, a chance to walk it off. Six for 12 career against Chavez. He flies out to center. Ugh. So on to the 11th, the forgotten Ryan Brazier, given his chance, and it did not go well. Danny Santana, his fourth hit of the night, career best for him. Elvis Andrews would single him in. Andrews only 30. Seems like he's been around forever. Now, only two players ever played more games before turning 25. That was Roberto Alomar and Orlando Cepeda. But now Andrews is 30. He still runs around like he's 20 or 25. Good player. Uh, Sox have their chance in the bottom of the 11th. Devers hold Hernandez, but they are whisked away quickly and quietly by Chris Martin, the lead singer of Coldplay. 33 years old, this guy, in his third career save. Terrific. Last year, the Red Sox 97-1, and leading after eight. This year, they are 27-3. and Four to three, the final, although the Sox out hit the Rangers 9-8. to Let's go to Chris Sale first, get his comments, and then later we'll get to Alex Cora. Tough, you know, especially after the last series we had. You know, you want to come back and start this one on the right foot, uh, get back on track. But, you know, it's obviously a tough game, and the outs get harder, you know, closer closer to the end. And that's for sure. You know, I've, I've been there before. So, um, you know, you chalk this one up for what it is, and we come back tomorrow ready to play. Yeah, it's tough, you know, but at the end of the day, I look at it as I had another opportunity to get him out, and I didn't. Um, you know, would you like to see it? Yeah, but, um, you know, I'm not, like I sit here and point fingers, I had another opportunity to get the guy out, and uh, and I didn't. You know, I didn't execute a pitch, and, and uh, you know, he, he had a heck of a night, too. So, you know, you kind of just tip your cap and, and keep You have another great start, start without a victory. Is it, is it getting frustrating for you now? Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, you want to win every start. You want to you, know, you want to win as many games as you can. Um, more so than anything, like I said before, you just you want to get you want to start series off on the right foot. Um, you know, we had a tough one against Tampa um, this past weekend, um, but you know, at the same time, we we've, we've all been there. We like I said before, it's basket. You know, harder the the deeper the game gets. So, like I said before, you just pick your head up and, and you come back ready tomorrow. And um, 
yeah, give it everything we got. Chris, considering what's gone on in the organization the last 24 hours, was this start, this game, any different for you or for the guys tonight? Um, I would, I would say so. I mean, I, I felt it a little bit. Um, when you're talking about a guy that's you know, put a team and a city on his back basically his entire career, and you, know, you want to be able to pick him up when you can. Um, you know, obviously, we're we're thinking about him. You know, it's, we had a meeting before the game about it. He's as much part of this team as anybody's ever been, and you know, this yesterday was a tough day. And, Today too, you know, we're obviously glad he's he's doing well and he's he's back here and in good hands. So, um, you know, just hoping for the best and try to get some wins for him. Know that make him happy, that's for sure. Very frustrating for Sale. Uh, the unearned run coming in against him, the only run he allowed as he lowers his ERA, gets a no decision. He retired the first ten that he faced in this one. Gets nothing for his trouble. Alex Cora looking at nothing but trouble lately. The team not winning home games. They're only 3-8 and eight in their last 11. Here's his commentary after the game. Um, and, starting with Chris, he was amazing. Um, you know, he, he got four outs in that inning. So when they score, yeah. um, good command, good slider. He did an outstanding job. You know, gave us seven. Work was great. Barnes. You know, he struggled there with command. You know, Santana, the breaking ball, I think it was a 1-1 count. And then the fastball to Andrews, he missed fire. And then with Nazara, we tried to expand the plate, and he didn't. One of those. And, uh, you know, he did an outstanding job. Brazier, um, Santana put a good swing on a fastball in. And then LVC to ground ball at the middle. But I, I think it was, you know, you, you go back. We've been talking about it for, for a while here. You know, we had a chance to, to add on. Uh, throughout the game and we didn't you know, and uh, it's been the story of us you know the last month you know we haven't been able to to put teams away offensively uh, we got to do a better job how much concern do you have about Barnes last eight or nine going back a few weeks he's yeah I mean I think command wise he, he hasn't been as sharp um, you know, obviously you now we talked about it a few weeks ago and you know the the way we were using him and and He's aiming in the mid, against the middle of the line of the whole time, and, and we've been trying to give him a breather here, you know, here and there. But you know, he he knows his job, you know, and you know, he's in a situation here, you know, three outs away from winning the game, and we didn't complete the job. Can you talk about the base running in the ninth inning? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, you, you see the ball, and then you know, Andy was hanging in with him, you know, that's a that's a late stop. Um, I don't know if it Brock saw Andy, but. You know, he made the decision, and he was out of the plate. Kind of bigger picture. How surreal was the whole day for you? Uh, at one point, I was like, this is kind of like, and when they came back and we had a chance to win the game, I was like, this is kind of like what David uh, used to do. So it's one of the days that, and when you're involved in the game, you, you actually forget about it. I think somebody, Andy told me, um, in the last inning that he's here, I guess, you know, he got to the airport. But uh, it's one of those days that you, you don't want to be a part of, honestly, in a personal note. But we have a job to do. The guys grind it out. They play hard. just a matter, you know, we, we didn't win. What went into the decision to bring the infield in in the ninth, and did you think about walking the bases loaded? No, we're not going to walk the bases loaded. I mean, you're gonna, you can't put that guy in the corner there because then you cannot expand against Pence. 
and then you got Cabrera behind. So you have to play the infield in there. You play back, you know, they tie the game, you know, you just, where we at bullpen-wise, no, you got you to gotta finish it there. And uh, I always said infield in, infield back, it's about defending lanes. You know, we do 10 steps back, you're defending that lane. That's, that's how it works nowadays, you know. Uh, you got the defensive shifting or the positioning. It's just a matter of, like, you cutting the angle. So that's what we're trying to do there. All right, there's the skipper. So it's on to Tuesday, and obviously time to get crack a here. Game two of the four-game series. Right after the Rays just got done treating the Sox like a, a traffic cone at best. They just kind of rolled right over them, taking three out of four in just under 48 hours. And the Red Sox roster, let's face it, I mean, there are stars on there, but also some guys you're, you're thinking, why are they here? It's starting to bring back memories of, of Henry Owens and Sean O'Sullivan in 2016, which is not something you really want. Uh, Steve Pierce, lower back strain. Looks like he's getting closer. That's good. Not a terrible injury for Mitch Moreland. Remember, he went back on the injured list. Looks like he'll be okay. Red Sox had hoped to uh, to get Nathan Evaldi back in the rotation by around this time, but he's had a setback and uh, a little biceps tendonitis will push his next bullpen session back. Hector Velasquez getting closer. Maybe Brian Johnson getting closer, but uh, the Sox just don't seem like they, they have a lot of sizzle right now. They, they lose 4-3 to three in 11. They're now 10-19 and 19 against teams that are better than 500. They're 24-14 and 14 against the, the loser teams, but uh, obviously at some point you got to beat the good teams. I'll leave you with a moment of levity just to try to cheer you up here. The Cubs just had one of those theme road trips that Joe Madden is famous for. You know, he's got the guys dressing like uh, Miami Vice detectives or his pizza delivery men or whatever. This time the theme was dress as John Lester, supposedly meaning belt buckles with, with you know all the, the Western wear, cowboy hats and all that. But bravo Anthony Rizzo. He broke out a star-spangled jacket and shorts and a box of Popeye's chicken and a six-pack of beer. That is, that's some good trolling right there of your, your own teammate. And, of course, Anthony Rizzo, formerly Red Sox property. I don't want to hearken us all back to the days of beer and chicken, but... Uh, Boy, right now, uh, levity rules. You need some. David Ortiz going through what he's going through. And again, uh, thoughts and prayers is such a trite cliche. But what else can you do besides thoughts and prayers right now? And the Red Sox could use some of those, too. They're only one game over 500. Chance to jump back at it on Tuesday night. And a quick reminder before we leave you, the Wednesday night game, it's been pushed to an afternoon game now. Late afternoon game, a little after 4 o'clock, so that everybody can be free and easy to watch the Bruins win Game 7 on Wednesday. That's the podcast. Appreciate you. Sox Daily is what it's called. You can hunt it down on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. We hope you're subscribing to it. Hope you've reviewed it positively on iTunes. Five stars are better than four stars, and they're certainly better than three. This is Josh Lewin. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.